the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. So, again, the number one thing is you got to call. So, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to bring up, we can bring up. Um, there are some top stories out there for sure today, um, of which one of them kind of interesting to me is the overall market and what's going on exactly. So rising long-term rates affect a lot of things. They affect your mortgage. They affect corporate borrowing. They affect inflation. Um, they affect you know companies doing business in uh, internationally versus domestically. So politics are upsetting right now. So strong dollar... Long-term rates, U.S. politics, it got people pretty fearful. We're starting to kind of lock in that Hillary's going to be the likely president of the United States, um, as Donald Trump has lost all support from most Republicans, or some Republicans. I don't want to piss anyone off. I really, really don't. That's not the goal of the show, unless you're an old person living on Prop 13. Um, so we talk about this kind of stuff. And short-term, healthcare stocks are like, no, anything but Hillary. But it's creating a lot of value. So the companies that were like big blue chip companies, AT&T and Verizon, and companies that had big dividend yield did really, really well in the first half of 2016. In the back half, they haven't done a lot. So there's some sort of like changing of leadership going on. I think healthcare is going to lead us after the elections are settled, whether it is Hillary or not Hillary. Um, I don't think there's a lot to be fearful of if you're a healthcare stock. Um, and if you're an index owner, I, I'm, I'm thumbs up. That's where you should start You know, some of your research. Doesn't mean you should buy, but it starts your research there. Ericsson, Fortinet, Samsung have all warned on their earnings 
for the quarter. Now that's kind of interesting um, because we're in an earnings season, and it's really going to start kicking up in the next week, two weeks. Um, and we're going to see how well did Apple do with Samsung's weakness kind of thing. We're going to see the stories start to play out. You also got some disappointing guidance out of Alcoa, Honeywell, and Dover over the week. And that's kind of painting the markets. So earnings warnings, disappointing guidance, long-term interest rates, stronger dollar, U.S. politics. You kind of start seeing that there's a canvas here, right, that you can work with. There's a lot to address on the earnings front in the coming weeks. No one is expecting a great quarter, but a good quarter. It's starting to actually look better in the back half of 2016 than the first half of 2016. That's kind of played out that way in the last couple of years as well. So the Fed minutes are going to be released today. Dun, da, da, da. What will be in the meeting? These are the minutes from September 20th and 21st. I wish they would do that at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Janet Yellen walks out. Throws out paper, makes the reporters pick it up, and she goes, um, I wish there was more drama to it, but the minutes are released, and we start looking at it. Right now, there's a 70% chance of a rate hike in, Fe- in December. The Fed won't move unless there's at least a 70% chance. So there is some room between now and, I guess, December to say, let's lower the expectations um, of an interest rate hike, but I don't think so. I think one a year isn't that bad, and it won't destroy the world. And if it does destroy the world, the world is a very, very fragile place that needs destroying. So the markets have seemingly dismissed any notion of a rate hike at the November 1st and 2nd meeting, maybe because it's too close to the elections. And if the markets were to, like, sell off massively, maybe the, the candidate with the lead wouldn't win. Uh, maybe people would change their votes and say, I don't feel comfortable with the establishment. That's the thought. A lot of people think that the Fed doesn't do anything uh, in the moments before. So there's the likelihood of a rate hike at the December 13th, 14th Fed Open Market Committee meeting is pretty darn high. So and uh, that's probably when we're going to see it. Right before Christmas. What I really want for Christmas for the Fed to raise rates. I really, it's, it, maybe it ruins Christmas. I don't know. Don't eat the yellow snow. Don't eat the yellow snow. So today's economic data lineup is limited. Not a lot going on. Uh, the MBA mortgage application index was down 6% week over week with refinancing applications down 8%. So if you're a mortgage lender, or if you know a mortgage lender, you may want to give them a shoulder to cry on. Or she's really, really cute. Pat her back. I don't even know what that means. Uh, The Jolt's job openings report. Stop it. Stop it. I'm not Donald Trump. I do not approve that message. Um, But I am a celebrity. (laughs) I can get away with anything, right? Because you'd be oh, in jail. I'm going to have a talking to with the boss today, I get the feeling. So the Jolt's job opening report for August is out. Let's see how that's taken a look. Um, it's one of those things that Jenny Allen looks at when she makes up her mind. Job opening slipped to 5.4 million from 5.8 million in July. So that's not 
that would be a flag against raising interest rates. Uh, there's a firm that raised the price target on Amazon today to $1,000. Um, and I've been doing a lot of work on Amazon because I like the name and I like the story and it's an easy story to tell. So Amazon's Prime Video Service really isn't a, a knock at Netflix yet. It's really a knock at retailers because if you get Amazon Prime, you get the video service free. And it's pretty good. It's okay. It's not the greatest. It's pretty good. I'd say it's a poor man's Netflix. Um, and I'm sorry to all poor men. People I need to apologize today. Um, so it's a, it's a shot at retailers because, like, they don't offer video services. So I'd rather buy shirts from Amazon than Macy's because I get the free video service thrown in and the delivery. So a number of other uh, firms have a over $1,000 price target. So Cantor Fitzgerald raised their price target today. Cohen's got a 960. Jeffries has a 950. Oppenheimer, 941. Um, Evercore has a $1,015 price target. And basically what they're saying is there's a 15% year-over-year increase in e-commerce revenue growth. That's pretty good for an economy that's not growing 15%. Anytime you see anything grow faster than GDP at 2 to 4%, you start going, oh, okay, that makes sense. So this year, revenue growth in retail sales is accelerating 29% in the second quarter of 2016 versus 26% in the first quarter. So Walmart is unlikely to make much of an impact on Amazon in the near term, but they are ramping up their digital sales, especially in groceries. I know you're saying groceries. That's right, groceries. So anyway and anyhow, you can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Things are heating up as far as intermarket dynamics are concerned, and it's got everyone's attention. People are calling for correction. People are seeing it as a buying opportunity, some, and some not so much. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. If you're close to retirement, but you have not saved money, what do you do? Most people fall into one of two groups at this point. They don't focus on it, or they become despondent. They think their retirement is doomed, and it's a real-lose situation. A lose-lose, if you will. People over the age of 55 and near in retirement, 48% of them have saved less than $100,000. A third of them have less than 25000 
So about 50% of Americans over 55 don't have enough money for retirement. And about a third of them are basically looking poverty in the face. Saving shortfall means a lot of Americans face the prospect of retiring solely on Social Security, which replaces just 39% of retirement income for the average worker retiring at 65. So can you live on 39% of your paycheck with no room for errors, with no room for emergencies? You do a lot of catching up if you're over 55. Um, especially if you're a true empty nester, start directing income formerly devoted to raising a child and paying college tuition to uh, create a household budget that is geared towards savings for you. If you have a 401k at the workplace, maximize it. A friend of mine is a high earner, and his wife just got to the point where she's thinking about going back to get a job, and he was asking me about it. He's like, well, we don't really need the money. I said, let's take a look at your retirement savings. And like, you could use a little bit more on the retirement savings. So my suggestion was, he's got a 401k, she's going to get a 401k, and only make forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year. <clears throat> but she will also be able to contribute 18500 to that 401k if they don't really need the money for their budget she can contribute and start saving more money for retirement. Um, she can save more if she's over 55. In this case, she's not. So savers over the age of 50 also benefit from higher catch-up limits on tax-deferred savings. Uh, so like I said, in the 401k, instead of saving 18000 they could save 24000 In IRAs, they can save 6500 Ramped-up contributions later in life can still yield a significant nest egg. If you're earning $100,000 and you start saving 30% of your income at age 51, you can accumulate more than a million dollars by age 65. Next thing to do if you're over 55 and haven't saved enough is delay Social Security. Benefits which are adjusted annually to account for inflation can be claimed as early as 62, but you know monthly benefits rise 8% for every year that you wait until age 70. That's pretty good. So you can replace a bigger portion of your income if you wait longer and maybe work longer so you're not drawing sooner. Most people, though, take Social Security the moment they can. Um, they feel they need the income right now. They don't want to be shortchanged on it. They're worried about dying. So they say, I'll take it right now. A bird is in the hand is better than a bird in the sky. Or What? Who comes up with these sayings, right? Say what? Uh, delaying claiming, delayed claiming of Social Security is beneficial for married couples since one spouse is likely to live well past the so-called break-even date or the point at which a claimant will have made back the benefits foregone while delaying a claim. Um, I always believe in a strategy of deferring to save more f- money for income, uh, more income for retirement. Working longer offers retirement math triple play by reducing the number of years a retiree must rely on savings by permitting more years of retirement account contributions and setting yourself up to get that, you know, more Social Security as you've deferred and worked longer. There's a security guard here at Cron 4 that 
I'm guessing he's 80 plus. Uh, if he's 70 plus, and I'm off by 10 years, he lived a harder life because he looks 80 plus. Um, wonderful man, wonderful human being. Um, gets the elevator for us. I mean, he does. He makes life pretty easy, checking in, checking out, kind of thing. But he's deferring, and he's making more money. Also, I know someone in the building who just lost her job, and her spouse is dying. And her apartment she's being kicked out of. She didn't save enough. Um, and then, you know, the proverbial poop hits the fan. So not only not saving enough, she loses her job, so income's going away. Her partner starts to die, so whatever financial help the partner was goes away. Um, and when I say her spouse, I'm kind of implying that it's a um, gay lesbian couple. Is that fair to say? Because um, when she refers to it, she doesn't say my husband, which, again, I could just have all the grammar wrong, and it just goes to show you that you shouldn't make assumptions. But... Um, I don't know if she was married or not, and I don't know if she was going to get you know, spousal benefits or not. But anyway, a 65-year-old couple with combined income of 150000 can bolster their retirement income by 30% if they worked an additional three years rather than retiring immediately. So what's really important if you're 55 years old is you start having a financial plan by then. Hopefully it's five years earlier. Uh, retirement planning models often rely on rules of thumb that don't always apply to individual situations. Standard planning holds that retirees need to replace 70 to 80% of pre-retirement income. But I'd like you to replace, you know, 80, 88, 89, 90% of your income. I'd rather you have options than not have options. I'd rather you be the greatest grandparent ever. I've got a friend who... Um, her grandfather paid for her college. Her grandfather gave her money for a down payment on a house. Her grandfather, when she was young, would put like a Snickers bar in each hand, and she'd guess a hand, and guess what? She won. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, he would put two $10 bills, one in one hand, one in the other hand, and when she'd guess a hand, she got a $10 bill, and she felt like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I always pick the right hand. No and to way. an eight-year-old girl, to an eight-year-old girl, the power of a grandfather giving you, you know, confidence in yourself, it's pretty amazing. That's why I want you to replace as much of your income as possible so that you can be a miracle to someone. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in, Rob Black and your money. It takes a lot of things to get you to retirement. It takes savings, it takes investings, it takes getting your wages higher. When you get your wages higher, it's time to pay the tax man. Let's talk a little taxes with Rafael Tolino. Rafael, how are you? Hi, Rob. I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Of course. Um, it's it's always fun to talk taxes, right? <laughs> I like it. Well, I mean, I shouldn't be so enthusiastic, but that's what I do. But, uh, you know, it's interesting that you say what you said about uh, you know your money and, and taxes and such because you don't have to... Uh, give the government your money uh, and get it back in the form of a refund. You can adjust and keep it as close to zero as you can so you don't let the government have it for you uh, throughout the year. So always, uh, I suppose, uh, go and mention and, and, and let folks know, hey, uh, you could uh, maybe be a little bit smarter with it, if you will, if that's something you want to do. So. And what you're implying there is if you get a big refund, it's not like you just hit the lottery it's like the government hit the lottery because they you gave them tax money ahead of time, only to get it back later what was rightfully yours. Uh, right, it takes right. some tax so planning. The, but, yeah, the, the tax system is a pay-as-you-go, right? So the withholding that most yep. of us have for salaried employees, uh, if you are uh, working in the shared economy, for example, or something along the lines where you're self-employed, which I know is uh, a lot more popular these days, you make quarterly estimated payments, and you want to take those payments and make them that way you're as close to uh, what you need to pay throughout the whole year as you can. But what happens is with the withholdings, that's the money the government keeps for you because people are overwithheld. If you think about it, filing a return is a bit of a, a tax return is a bit of a reconciliation, if you will, based on your whole financial picture and all the deductions and credits you get versus what was withheld or taken from you, if you will, for taxes throughout the whole year and then given back to you in the form of a refund. So some numbers real quick. Uh, you know, we're almost end here. The extension deadline, by the way, comes up Monday. And so as we pretty much finish filing most all our returns for tax year 2015, we've issued about 100, Treasury has, I shouldn't say IRS, but Treasury has issued about 110 million refunds or so, just about, uh, of the 147 million processed. The average refund, about $2,700. So as you can see, that's tens of billions if not close to $300 billion or whatever that number might be, somewhere close to that, going back to taxpayers because they are overwithheld. So you don't have to do that. You can adjust, and you might even consider doing it now uh, with the, you know, the holidays coming up. So you have your money in your pocket, and just as you said to start the segment, boost your take-home pay a little bit. And uh, in lieu of waiting until when you file your return, January, February, March, April, whenever, and then getting your refund back to you, in what could be 21 days or less for most, but maybe longer for some because we continue to combat uh, fraudulent refunds from going out the door to begin with. So we have to have that balance, if you will, uh, to continue to make sure we're sending out only the good refunds and not the bad ones. So that's kind of the whole message there, I suppose. So what's going on with that whole bad fraudulent refunds? It's people steal my Social Security. They file a return. They get the money sent to their house. How do, how do they pull that off? Yeah, it's not just as simple as that. It's uh, around the world, and it's sophisticated, and it's crime, and uh, you know the bad guys, if you will, are in different parts of the world. And uh, you know, it, it, it's it's crazy how many resources we've got in the arena of fighting it. 
So we're working with the states, we're working with the tax industry, we're working with software providers, we're working with whoever we can to partner to leverage our resource to stop the money from going out the door to begin with. And uh, as it's grown more complex and sophisticated, so are we in fighting it. So all the screens and filters and detectors that are built in now and we continue to put in uh, to uh, fight it uh, will continue uh, as when we file in 2017. So that's why the message is, if you're going to see a delay in your refund, it's because of that. It's because the law says if you take the uh, uh, additional child tax credit or an earned income tax credit, the law that came along last year, as a matter of fact, says we cannot issue your refund till February 15th or later. So all these factors, I suppose, are in play uh, that may delay refunds next year. So for the few that are left that are approaching the extension deadline of Monday, you might take a look at this year for some tax planning next year, which I know is the crux of your show for the most part, as you say, uh, minding your money and getting yourself to retirement. So don't forget about your taxes as part of your picture. So what uh, tax planning can we do for this year still? We could, all the way up until April 15th, we could fund um, IRAs, yeah, yeah, but yeah. not that's 401ks. Yeah, sure. And a lot of uh, people do that as you approach the actual deadline in the spring, but you can consider things like charitable contributions that help reduce your taxes. You might uh, take a look at your uh, your stock portfolio, if you will, that's outside a retirement account. If you've got some losers, you can harvest those, if that's the right word. You can uh, deduct up to $3,000 in capital losses, and then you can carry forward the excess uh, into future years, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, you know, saving and maxing out retirement is always a good idea in terms of reducing the uh, the tax bill that you have. Uh, being sure that you don't overlook any deduction or credit that you're allowed to uh, take. And there are so many of them uh, in the education arena uh, for things like that or, or, you know, medical and dental expenses that go on a Schedule A. I mean, you don't want to pay any a dollar more uh, than you're allowed to, and that's what the tax code is there for you uh, based on your situation to reduce the taxes you pay uh, to what you should pay, and that's it. And that's uh, going back to uh, the amount of refunds, I suppose, that come back to taxpayers because, you, know, you don't realize that your home, for example, another, uh, another big way to reduce the taxes you pay, mortgage interest and that kind of thing. So uh, you get the idea. Um, I do get the idea. So what's up with all the IRS fraud alerts? Because you send me an email typically every two weeks that, like, the newest fraud system or the newest uh, IRS scam, not IRS scam, but scams tied towards the IRS because we fear the IRS, right? Um, no, I think don't the fear the IRS. No, I, we're, we're good people. No, I, I understand how people have that, uh, that uh, but the, the IRS, uh, you know, will work with you. We're not the uh, agency that uh, is, perpetra- uh, you know, that, that, that perception. I get it, don't get me wrong, but I, I always try to jump in front of that and say, hey, we're not such a bad uh, folks in here. We're just doing our job, but... The scams, the variations of them, as you ask, have, uh, they mutate, if you will. Uh, the latest one, as a matter of fact, is an email with a tax bill in the email. Uh, and then it's tied to the uh, health care and the uh, premium tax credit you get if you have health care and you qualify for that. And uh, they continue to vary, you know, and there's phone calls that are threatening arrest or lawsuits. So the scammer is using the IRS as a, as a, as a lure. Impersonation uh, continue, but... Uh, the way we do business, since uh, you brought it up and I'm going off on a tangent, I suppose, let me come back to it, is basically a letter in the mail from the agency. Uh, that's pretty much our normal correspondence to taxpayers, not random threatening phone calls. We don't use email. It's not secure uh, for the most part in terms of uh, uh, taxpayer communication. So uh, I definitely want to make sure folks know that. 
And let me give you two, let me tie these two things together. I once owed money to the IRS <clears throat> because I forgot to put a couple, not a couple, but I there was a W-2 missing or something was missing. Uh, there was a 1099, something happened. The IRS contacted me via letter and said, you claim that you were this tax. We claim that you owe us this tax. And it wasn't mean. It wasn't nasty. It wasn't hateful. It wasn't a lean against my house. It was just, here's the problem. Let's solve it together. Call our office. If you need a billing plan, we'll do it. Um, so the IRS, they do get a bad media rap because I think that's convenient for movies and television. But they're really super easy to work with. And I dated an IRS agent at one point in time who was the nicest and smartest person that I ever dated. Um, off topic. Word, though, Rob. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, off topic. What's up with Trump not releasing his taxes? And this is just off conversation, and you can t- totally take the fifth if you want. I'm going to have to, uh, considering the person <laughs> you mentioned and such. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, individuals and talking about the individuals and such. Uh, and that goes back to a bigger picture. You know, the, you know, the major tenet of the tax system is the confidentiality and the laws, the disclosure laws that we have to operate under. So, uh, you know, I normally will go and hate to be this way, but, you know, we don't comment on specific taxpayers or cases. We can't confirm or deny. The law provides this, that, and the other. But that's the truth. And certainly, uh, I would, uh, even if you're talking about that particular gentleman or just uh, your friend down the street or something, I, I would be very cautious to go anywhere near it because uh, that's, uh, you know, it's important that we keep uh, that, that tenant there to operate for under, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Sure. That's, uh, that's I will say that. one thing. Yeah. The one thing that I like about the whole Trump tax news story was that we learned what carried losses are as a nation. And I think anytime you learn a lesson, um, I think that's a good thing, whether it's a Supreme Court nominee who gets in trouble for sexually harassing something. As long as people learn, like, how many Supreme Court justices are there? There's six, seven? No, there's nine. Like, we learn things through these headline stories if you pay close attention to it. Yeah, um, yeah I get you on that. It's a good point. Yes, and uh, tax laws are there for you to take advantage of them, and some people do and some people don't. Um, the law is law, and as long as you follow it, uh, good for you. Uh, with that said, anything else that you want to hit this in the segment in 30 seconds or less? Uh, just to make sure that uh, for the folks who haven't filed yet, the extension deadline was uh, supposed to be Saturday, but it's the 15th. It's just a Saturday. It moves to Monday, so if you really waited until the very last minute for that six-month extension, e-file, free file, all that's still available for you. And, uh, Rob, appreciate being uh, part of your show, as always, and uh, hope you have a good day and uh, talk soon. We'll talk soon. It's Rafael Toledo with the IRS. A lot of content, a lot of information there. The tax man is friendly and a good person, so don't be afraid of them. Um, just throwing it out there. Do tax planning at the end of the year. Charitable donations, great idea if you're looking for a last second right off. I'm Rob Black. He's Rafael Toledo. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com.
Bob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Speak to the moon, pale as a ghost in the afternoon. The world is changing. The Google drone brought students at Chipotle Burrito after a four-mile bus ride. So, does that story make any sense at all to you? It's showing you that drones are starting. Google's doing something out there. It shows you that it, a lot of things are being tested on college campuses. Um, so, I don't know if it's an important story as far as changing your life, but it is what it is. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. The mortgage applications dropped 6% in recent weeks, and that brings up you know, questions about mortgages and interest rates and the Federal Reserve and things along those lines. Uh, the average contract interest rate for a 30-year fixed mortgage uh, was 3.68%. That's still pretty good, but it's up from 3.62%. Um, if you get points... Um, you can get it down, you know, another 20, 30 basis points if you buy points, but that's going to be a cost out of your pocket to you. 800-516-1220. Let's bring in Tony Mendez from BayAreaLoanSource.com to talk a little bit more about the mortgage picture. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Let's talk a little bit about income in retirement. Um, you know, it's it's more than just owning a high-yielding high stock. Uh, there are dividend stocks that are high yielding. Um, one of them in the past is a company called Annaly Mortgage. And a lot of people were like, whoa, look at that 10% dividend yield. That's awesome. I'm like, okay, you do know the higher yield you get, the more risk there is. And anything over 4% starts becoming exponential. It's like that movie San Andreas. I'm not sure what an 8.0 is, but I know it's way worse than a 7.8. A 7.8 is Worse, maybe not way worse than a 7.6, but the numbers start really going kind of crazy. So be cautious on your expectations on, you know, high dividend yields. The equity becomes at risk. And a lot of times what you'll find is that companies issue shares in order to uh, pay that dividend. And that's not exactly like paying it out of uh, free cash flow. Let's bring in Tony Mendez, Bay Area Loan Source. Dot com. Good morning. How are you, Tony? Good. Good. So coming up, love how you always move your microphone. <laughs> I did this quiet. You do it like every good. single segment. You know my microphone, I set it up three minutes before the show, and it doesn't move the whole show. I, I don't know what to say except, uh, you know, there. <laughs> 800 I think it's a great op- – you're talking about – Owning investment property and, mm-hmm. and uh, income investment, uh, I'm sorry, in, uh, investment income in retirement. I think it's a great opportunity for people to say, here's my tax, talk to a CFP, talk to a, a real estate guy and get a good opinion on where you are in your portfolio, where you are uh, staging for your retirement. Uh, should we stretch out those payments? Should we refinance our house and lower our payments? Should we wait to pay it off? Should we take cash out and buy another investment property or maybe take cash out and pay off an investment property? Um, uh, I've, I've seen people do reverse mortgages and then use that money to help pay, uh, take money out and pay off, off uh, an investment property. There's a lot of strategies people don't know that are available for them, uh, and they just sit back on and they 
they just let things happen. Uh, it's kind of like getting a credit card and just saying I'm going to make minimum payments when, um, you know, you're wasting money. Uh, there, I'm not saying that you are. I'm just saying there's a lot of money that can be left on the table that y- you could be using uh, more wisely. Anyway, that's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. The job openings unexpectedly fell in August, but it wasn't that bad. So that was a winner today. Millennials are not big spenders or risk takers, and that's going to reshape our economy going forward. That's a story that we'll talk about for sure um, on a regular basis on this show. Facebook, speaking of drones, wants to fly drones over at Silicon Valley headquarters. The skies above Silicon Valley's, um, above Facebook's headquarters may soon be buzzing with the sound of quadcopters. Um, the company plans to fly at least one small wireless beaming drone at an altitude of 400 feet around its headquarters in the coming months. Uh, so we're starting to see some of these drone stories take a little bit more shape. I mean, that's way off from being a full-fledged story. But that and the burrito delivering, the burrito delivering drones, changing the world, solving problems that we may not need solved, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, Facebook is building solar-powered Aquila drones to deliver Internet access to various parts of the world. The drones are very large, with the wingspan of a 737 and are designed to fly at an altitude of 60,000 feet for up to three months at a time. Facebook is testing those drones right now in Arizona. Um, I was in a movie theater recently, and they, Facebook ran a commercial. And in the commercial, you could see uh, Zuckerberg kind of throwing a paper airplane, but it wasn't a paper airplane. It was a drone. And uh, getting it up in the sky and talking about how great of a company they're going to be. Listen to this statistic. It, I can't even believe this one. Taco Bell does $10 billion in sales. Half the U.S. population eats at Taco Bell once a month. The average person comes in every 11 days. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Half the U.S. population eats at Taco Bell once a month. That's 160 million people. McDonald's is hiding Ronald. After all the creepy clown scares, people are afraid that he might get shot or something. Personally, with all the diabetes and health issues that McDonald's has caused our child population in the United States, I think he should be hiding. So, him and uh, the purple thing, whatever the hell he was, what is that thing? He's an abomination. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.